Welcome to the SEM Podcast. I'm Jack Bryce, uh, again with Zach Hewlett hosting our podcast today, and we're joined by Justin Wong, who we're excited to have on. We've heard his name a few times, um, and he said he's going to clear up some of that. Today. Yeah, no, hopefully hopefully all, all good things. I don't I don't know, um, probably not, if, if you had Christian on. So, um, you, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I'll do my best to clear things up, or at least at least say my piece, but thank, thanks. Thank you guys for uh, having me. You know, I've been listening on and off to the podcast. You, you guys are doing some great work here. And as I listen to some, some of the podcasts, it brings back some great memories. So thank you all for doing that. Yeah, it does bring back great memories. And we've been, we've been loving doing this. So where are you calling from tonight? I am calling from Detroit, Michigan, about 20, 30 minutes from Detroit. So again, you know, first thing to clear the air, again, you know, I, I don't mean to rag on Christian this whole call, right? This is not the purpose of this podcast, right? But um, not in Texas anymore. I did grow up in Texas, so he's correct there. But in Michigan now, moved here about a year or two ago. Loving it. Great. What took, yeah, you, took you there, Justin? I'm sure you'll cover it, but that's that's a unique place to go from Texas to Michigan. Yeah, you know, we kind of went, um, it was first kind of Hong Kong, Utah, uh, Texas, Utah, Texas, and then Michigan. So okay. this is actually, yeah, this is actually the first. And, and we came up here to answer your questions, Zach, for a job. Okay. And and you might find out about me very quickly. I get really long-winded about stuff. So just just be like, hey, Justin, just we got to move on, man. So, um, but, <laughs> it, but you know, like, yeah, so I'm, I'm up here for like, like a new job opportunity. What's really interesting is um, my wife's family, we can get into this later, she's, um, She's from Hong Kong, so she grew up in Hong Kong. My parents are now in, in Hong Kong and China, so we don't really have a support system. Um, and especially in Michigan, you know, we, we just don't know anyone, but we just felt impressed. Hey, you know, let's go to Michigan. And it's, it's worked out. Funny how that works. So, wow. Amazing. Awesome. That's, this is a beautiful time of year to be up there. It, it is for uh, Jack another, like, two weeks. We had a... Like, yeah. <laughs> we had our first snow. If you if you can't believe it or not, I, I don't know if you you both are in Utah. I, I think Zach, you're in, I, if I remember, you're in Colorado. Yeah, right? we actually both live in Colorado. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and so I don't know if you've had your first snow yet, but we had ours, you know, on Friday last week. And so, and then it's it's been kind of great weather since it's been like 60s and 70s, so it's been great. But a couple more weeks, hopefully it holds out. So <laughs> yeah. I did grad school in Ann Arbor, so it was nice up there to see the seasons, at least. Oh, that, those those might be kind of fighting words, depending where you're at, you know, yeah, in know. Michigan, right? So <laughs> I know <laughs> that's that's a great school, Jack. If um if if you know, in great area too. So we've we've bound, been down there a couple of times. We're actually we're actually like twenty thirty minutes from Ann Arbor, so we okay. go down often. Cool, it's awesome. All right. Well, we'll start with uh, how you got to Scotland. So pre-mission, then we'll skip over, see what you've been up to, get a little more detail about, you know, all the moves you've made and what you've been up to since the mission. And then we'll go back and uh, reflect on the mission. So if you want to start us out with how you ended up in Scotland, wherever you want to start that story. Yeah, for sure. So um, back when I was a wee boy at the ripe old age of, I guess, one, um, so I moved um, from the U.S. to Hong Kong. So I was born in Texas. So I'm a, a Texan through and through. I bleed a particular color of orange, burnt orange. We'll get into that later. But I went to UT Austin. Um, <laughs> and um, But I lived in Hong Kong with my kind of grandparents when 
when my parents were finishing school at BYU and in Dallas and things. And um, so I came back um, when I was six or seven to the U.S. So Chinese is my first language, but, you know, I, English is, is my primary and essentially my native language. Right. Um, and then grew up in Texas, went to went to UT Austin, can bleed orange. And then um, and um, went to went to. You know, growing up, I'm I'm second. I'm like a second second generation member of the church. So my parents, um, they both joined the church when they were in Hong Kong. This all this all matters. I'm going to tie this together, right? But um, my sure. my dad especially, um, he he went to he went on his mission to Hong Kong. So he joined the church when he was nine, relatively young, um, and then he he wanted his mission to Hong Kong, and um, he's very proud of that, right? And um, um, sometimes, you know, I can, I, I could tell that as well, kind of grow up, growing up, he's like, okay, son, it's, it's kind of a done deal. You're going to go to Hong Kong on your mission, right? Or somewhere in Asia, somewhere foreign speaking. So, um, so after I finished high school, it was around 17. So I had like a year, you know, this is back in the time when, you know, 19 was, was mission age, right? So I had a year, a gap year to fill. So that's when I, I, I kind of finished up my first year, freshman year at UT. Um, and during that year, I think we had a tacit agreement first. Okay, Dad, I'll, I'll fill out the mission papers, right? Don't worry, I got this. I will put in my papers that I'm fluent in Chinese. I will put, or even kind of pretend that I'm fluent in Spanish, so they only did like Spanish in high school. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of put that on there too, right? And then, um, <laughs> and then lo and behold, I submitted my call, right? Obviously, my parents helped. You know, we 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 did all the kind of medical exams and all the other stuff, right? Submitted my call, and then. Um, it's around the time when my call is coming in. So, you know, I was talking to my parents. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm still in Austin right now. You guys are in Dallas. So again, that's like three and a half hour drive. So there's a lot of planning ahead, right? To make sure kind of to, to announce the mission call and things and, 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 and do it right, right? And so I thought we had like some sort of agreement per se or some sort of understanding that, hey, son, we're going to wait. And, and kind of this flows into your story, Zach, a little bit. I wasn't checking the ma- mailbox because I couldn't. <laughs> Right. I was in Austin. Right. But um, but I was kind of expecting like a call to say, hey, son, your, your, your call came. Right. Hey, come back this weekend. Drive back this weekend. We'll open it together in front of friends and family. It'll be sunshines and butterflies. Right. Instead, I, I was I, I remember this vividly, not not to the day, but I was just I, I just got out of class. I was doing something in my dorm. Right. I was just doing homework or whatever. Right. But um, but my dad called me and I was like, OK, this is it. Right. This is the call. I'm going to go back this weekend. And the first thing that he said was essentially, son, did you put that you were fluent in Chinese on your call or on your on your app, app papers or, or what, you know, on your application? Did you put your and I was like, yes, I did. Right. And I was like, what happened? And he was like, you're going to Scotland, son. I don't know what happened, but I'm like, there's like. So so that's kind of how I found out about my call. Right. Is essentially wow. my dad called me and he's I, I think he was very he was so. I can't blame him because, uh, you know, um, and I don't, right? It's, it's something we laugh about now, but it, it, it's it's mainly because I think I grew up in a Chinese branch as well, just growing up. And and so I think there was just, you know, on, on paper, I was supposed to go somewhere in Asia, right? Or, or go kind of foreign speaking, right? But, and I did, um, you know, Scottish is is different, right? So, um, yeah, right. So, um, so essentially, um, that's how I found out about my mission call. Right. Is, is my dad calling me and saying, hey, you know, <laughs> you're going to Scotland and, um, you know, what's going on? You know, <laughs> wow. and so it was, you know, it was it was a lot to take in because I was like, one, um, 
I thought we had like, you know, an agreement, guys. Like, you're going to wait until I get home and we're going to do this all together and it'll be all great and stuff. And, and it wasn't, it, too, it wasn't that. And then, second, I was like, where is Scotland? Like, I, I think I was like trying to process both of those feelings at once. And so, and then also at the same time, trying to, I think, calm down my dad and say, hey, filled out the papers right. So it's all this, all kind of little, chaos all together but after after all that when we talked it through about a week later i think we were all just generally excited right and so i've never been to scotland so it's like this is this is great and so um and on my call right it said english speaking right so i had no perception or idea that um i would eventually kind of be be called to, to, to you know be chinese speaking or, or or called to minister to the chinese people in scotland yeah. and so at that time i was like okay yeah going to the preston mpc two weeks great and you know um <laughs> I, I i didn't uh, for some reason i was i i felt deprived of the provo mtc experience i was like why why can't i go to provo I'm like oh okay fine i'm speaking english right so so anyways um <laughs> I go to the Preston MCC and, um, and what then was, what you know, was the timing of this, Justin? Um, this is around, oh, man, I don't remember. And I'm terrible with timing and I should be better at this, but I think this was a couple months. This was around. Um, so I got to, I think Preston in August. So I started my mission mid August. I got to the, I got to the mission of 2006, 2006. sorry, 2006. So okay, that 2000, so I started from 2006 to 2008. And okay. so, um, so I was mainly kind of, um, with President Frederick. Um, this is, I think when President Frederick just, just came in not too long ago, I think for one or two right. transfers. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that was around kind of the timing there. Right. And so that's, that's how I kind of learned about my call and, um, and then um, I can keep going or, or we can kind of go on to kind of after mission now, but I can uh, essentially when I got to the mission home, I can go into this a little later, but that's when I essentially found out that, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd be kind of my call was changed to Chinese speaking, hmm. essentially. Interesting. But, cool. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll break it there. Okay. We'll okay. Home from Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm kind of all over the place. So first podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're good. <laughs> yeah uh home from the mission tell us mm -hmm. about your experience you know since then what you've been up to yeah so what have i been up to so i've been home you all have been home longer than me right but i came home august 2008 just jumped right back into school right so that that was just great just to so i think had i not done that i think i would have just kind of just thought about a lot of stuff thought you know maybe had like a midlife crisis if you can have even have that in 21 right but um <laughs> Uh, you, you know, kind of, you know, it was great just to move from one thing to just another important thing, right? Yeah. Just education and things. So I was able to just jump back right into school at UT, um, you know, dated a bit. I had obviously the the interview with President Frederick, you know, your next mission is to, you know, find a wife, start an internal family. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that, right? I'll do that. But, you know, take my time, right? Um, <laughs> but um, so, so I, I finished school at UT and then I went to law school at BYU um, for three years. And um, that's when I met my wife. So my wife, Hazel, um, and we got married when I was about 25. So in about, in, at about 2012. So we've been married for about 10 years. Um, we have time for this. She as well? She was not, so um, far from. And I think this weighs into the story, I guess, but she was an animation major. So, uh, you know, I think more analytically, she thinks a little bit more kind of um, artistic, if that's even a way of kind of thought, right? But um, very free-falling. But she's just 
one of those individuals that's just naturally smart, which just sometimes irritates the irritates the heck out of me sometimes because she just <laughs> catches on to things so quick. But um, but aside from that, I think I was I was her home teacher when home teaching was a thing, right? So I was her home teacher. I was dating someone else at the time, but then you know that didn't work out, and, and so I was still her home teacher. I think there's. There's a time I think they saw me kind of walking alone somewhere because I was I was kind of going to meet up with friends like, oh, look at this guy. He's all alone. Isn't he your home teacher? Don't you feel sorry for him? You should invite him to hang out with us. And so um, and so we did. And we hung out a couple of times. And I, I think Hazel doesn't mind me mentioning this, but essentially she's she's very straightforward. She sets her mind. Right. So kind of one of the first things that she said, it was like, Justin, you know, you're in law school. You know, there's a particular personality that goes to goes to people that, you know, are in law school. You guys are all arrogant and think you guys like know everything or pretend to know everything, whatever. Um, and um, and she's like, I'd never date a lawyer. I'd never date anyone in law school. And in my mind, yeah. I was like, oh, never say never. You see where I'm going, Jack. Exactly. So <laughs> um, so I was like, OK, challenge accepted. Right. And so. Um, <laughs> couple months later, you know, we um, we dated and then I think we got engaged um, after six months and then we got married after a year, got married and sealed in the uh, Mount Tempanogos Temple. All very important, relevant information for this podcast. Right. But um, but but I but afterwards, I think we we have one daughter. So she's six. Um, she's six years old. She's the apple of our eye. Um, anything she says goes with me again. Something else that you know, hey, you know, we're working on at home. You know, Hazel's kind of the enforcer at home. So she kindergarten. She's uh, first grade now. First grade. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, but like I guess career-wise, um, after law school, um, I worked several jobs just as in-house counsel. Um, so and you know some some just around around the states in Utah in um, in Texas and then now in Michigan. So now I work for a. Um, Tier one automotive component manufacturer that supplies lighting, lighting and sen- sensing kind of headlamps essentially to um, just OEMs, just uh, you know uh, Tesla, BMW, and 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 other kind of um, automotive manufacturers. So That's big business in Michigan. That that is, and you you probably know Jack, right? It's um it's huge here, and so um, I'm no exception, and so that I'm loving it so far. Previously, I was in-house counsel at a cosmetics company. So, um, yeah, my my wife loved that. I think she got you know some killer discounts on uh, some product. <laughs> but um, it's it's a lot easier waking up to cars and automotive than cosmetics. So, Good. but but that's the latest, and we're here. We're in we're in Detroit, or not not far from Detroit, and we're loving it, loving our ward, just loving life. So, that's great. Yeah, that All cool. right. So back now, you can go back. To the mission if you want to talk about the mtc experience or jump right to scotland whatever you want to do there yeah sure i think mtc i, I you know there's you know um i i was terrible at many things and one of which i think i don't think i should even say this but just a terrible kind of journal keeper and terrible with keeping in touch with people so that doesn't do well in recalling kind of information you know for podcasts like these right but um but i think one thing i remember in the mtc i think one of my first companions was elder bailey he was in Idaho. He was from Idaho Falls, and I think that was my real kind of experience with, um, you know, individuals that were kind of ingrained in kind of uh, church, kind of culture and doctrine, right? Because I, I grew up in Texas, and I was one of kind of five members in my high school, right? So I, you know, you know, it, it was great because you know I had friends that were 
you know, eventually kind of defending and say, hey, he can't have coffee or he can't he can't have caffeine or, you know, sometimes they go kind of too extreme. He can't have candy. I'm like, no, that's not true. I can have that. Right. But <laughs> but but, you know, it was great. It was great to have. And it was it's just a different kind of um, mentality a little bit. And, and the one that I've come to appreciate, I was like, man, that's that's just so great. Right. To, to be yeah. able to kind of have that environment and things. And so that that's something kind of um, that stuck out to me at the MTC was when everyone was kind of raising their hands or, or kind of saying, hey, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Texas. And, and then, you know, 80 or, you know, this is not a true statistic, but 60 to 70 or majority right, of individuals from Utah, Idaho, Idaho or Arizona. Right. And yeah. so that that kind of stuck out to me. Um, and um, it, it was just, um, it, was, it, was, it was a great experience just hearing kind of, okay, well, this is how I grew up. You know, I had a chapel like five minutes from me. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like the temple was like 10 minutes from me. That's great. You know, mine was like an hour away. They were like, ah, you know, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that, that wasn't true. That, that's not what they were like. But, um, <laughs> but, 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 you know, it was great. I think that that kind of time really flew by, flew by for me the two weeks. It was, it's really what I remember is just very intensive. Kind of, I think that was when, Preach my gospel is still pretty new, mm-hmm. and so very intensive and in, in, in kind of drilling into us kind of what preach my gospel means and, and things, and and then after that, that's so that was essentially long story short, that was all blur, right? Yeah, um, I was I was surprised he, to find out you guys were two weeks. I didn't know they'd cut it down by then because Zach and I both went for three. Yeah, weeks. we both went three weeks. The last week was honestly probably a waste of time because we were just like, all right, we get it, let's go. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's probably that you're probably right. It was probably three weeks. See, it was all blur. So you, you're probably right. Um, and and so this, I think, two to three week kind of range, just like I think, just kind of flew by for me. Mm-hmm. And um, and then here I am on this train. I believe it was a train um, that took me from Preston to I, I think um, to Edinburgh, right, or, or yeah. close by. And then we we and, and then I think the elders picked picked us up, right, mm-hmm. uh, to to take us to the mission home. And um, at that point, I, I had a feeling like when I got into the mission of home, I just it just felt like a different aura in the sense that people knew who I was, but I had no idea who anyone else was. Because mm-hmm. I, I found out later of this that they knew that there was a Chinese speaking missionary coming. And at this point, I had no idea. I was just just I just felt I'm, I'm going to be teaching the gospel in English. Right. And. Yeah. And that's kind of it, you know, not kind of it, but I'm, I'm excited. Let's go. Right. And, um, and essentially when, when I got into the mission home, I'm like, Hey, I'm elder Wong. He's like, Oh, Oh, you're, you're elder Wong. Uh, oh, Hey, elder Wong, you know? And, and, and then I kind of got that from kind of some of the office elders or, or even kind of, you know, when we we're going through and I'm like, Oh yeah, we, we know you. Right. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know you. And, um, and so eventually I think, um, you know, when it got to the point where we were, um, even to the point when my trainer was assigned to me. So my trainer was Elder Marcus McBride. Um, That's right. You know, great, great missionary at the time, you know. And um, and it was, you know, I, I, I knew my trainer. And even at that point, I didn't know I was Chinese speaking. It was, right, it was after that. So after we got our trainers, I think um, President Frederick uh pulled me aside or I don't, I don't recall his president Frederick or perhaps one of the assistants. Um, but I think it was president Frederick, but essentially it's like, El, can we, can we talk right? Elder Wong, can we talk? Um, and so that's essentially when I found out president Frederick essentially said, well, well, elder, we know on your call said kind of English speaking and I'm paraphrasing now, but essentially uh, we've been, we've been kind of expecting you for a while. And while your call says English speaking, you're called to serve as a Chinese speaking missionary in Scotland. 
And part of me was like, oh, yes, you know, I can go back and tell my dad, you know, I'm not a complete failure. No, no. But you, you know what I mean? It was it was it was yeah. exciting. Right. Yeah. It was exciting. But then the other part of me was like, oh, um, and I don't know if I've told anyone this, let alone some close friends or my wife and things. But I was like, oh, like, I'm going to be a Chinese speaking missionary. What what does that mean in Scotland? Mm-hmm. Right. Especially because my trainer he didn't speak Chinese. Nope. Yeah. Um, and, and and just we can go into the history later, but essentially none of my other companions spoke Chinese. And so I was like, how, you know, how is this going to work? Right. And, and so that goes into kind of, um, kind of my kind of with um, training with Elder McBride, right, is um, a lot of it was for me was um, just really learning how to be a missionary but at the same time, learning how to be a Chinese-speaking missionary too, all at once, right? And um, I had help because I, at that time they had um, there were um, several, I think, recent converts that were Chinese um, already in the Edinburgh Lord. I, I suspect that's why kind of they were kind of really pushing for a Chinese-speaking missionary. But Carol, Carol Du. Uh, Yirong, um, and um, and also Yu Yi, and Yu Yi. Well, well, we can talk about a lot later. But um, he was just a great, just stalwart kind of support throughout throughout the mission. Just as as a great, just a great member missionary. But um, at that time, I just remember um, we were just building the area. Our area was called Chinatown, right? Now that I think about it, it could probably there would probably be a more PC name for that, but it was called <laughs> Chinatown. Right. So better for worse is called Chinatown. I was excited. Right. And so we were, you know, we, we just essentially did, um, you know, I think as, as any English speaking missionaries, we were just tracked. Right. And we, we, we would knock on doors and, and we would set goals around knocking on doors and, and lessons taught and the like. And, um, but, but how, how it worked differently, I guess, is when we have, when we found an English speaking investigator, we would always kind of refer it to the other, to the sisters or to the elders in the area or in, the, in that particular area in Edinburgh, right? Okay. And when the sisters or elders um, chapped into a um, Chinese-speaking, um, you know, investigator, they would refer them to us. And naturally, um, just by law statistics, we referred more investigators out then we were referred investigators, right? And um, in this transfer and this time with Elder McBride, there was just a time that um, I was just like, oh man, can we just have kind of one solid Chinese investigator? And, you know, sometimes I was just wondering about the transfers, like, Heavenly Father, like, are, are you sure this is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Because I, it just seems like I'm an engine to refer, which is fine, right? To refer investigators to to other missionaries, which is great, but can I have some investigators or missionaries or my own? And lo and behold, perhaps comes story one that, you know, is um, an epic failure, but still kind of just remains kind of vivid in my mind is that there was one day, there's this, there's this essentially retirement community um, that is essentially a Chinese retirement community. I think in Asian culture, it's, um, it's important for the sons or for the family to take care of the elderly. And so, there was essentially this dedicated Chinese kind of community or area where it was essentially a retirement home, right? And I got really excited because we got into this area and the signs were in Chinese. I was like, okay, here we go, yeah. right? Let's do this. And so we 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 did our best to use kind of 
you know, it, you know, were able to get into this particular um, retirement home. It was like, you know, 10, 10 stories, 20 stories, what have you. And we knocked, you know, the, the, the lady, you know, we just kind of buzzed like we do, right? Just buzzed. And we're, we're missionaries from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're here to share a message of, you know, happiness and peace. Will you let us in? You know, give us five or 10 minutes of your time to share a message with you. Um, and so when we got in, um, you know, that someone let us in, right? And I was doing this all in Chinese. So that's another aspect I'll talk about later. My companion, Elder McBride, didn't really know what was, you know, what I was saying, right? But anyways, we got in. And so I kind of told Elder McBride, we're, we're in, right? And so we were going up to like the apartment number. And here comes this 70-year-old lady. This is, and, and just keep in mind, guys, when I when I say epic failure, it's just keep in mind, just give me, cut me some slack. This was like a month into my mission, right? So we have... Um, there was a 70-year-old lady. I think this was essentially her her retirement home. She was like the big fish in the retirement home. Only spoke Chinese. We were up like the third or fourth floor. We were going up to this apartment. And this lady essentially in Chinese was like, hey, what are you doing here? Right? You need, you need to get out. And, and this lady, she was, she was shorter than me. She was older than me and, and Elder McBride. She had this cane. She was leaving. She said, get out. You know, what are you doing? And essentially kind of, I just, at that time, I just panicked. I was like, because I was, I was never really put in that situation where it was like, hey, you're not welcome, right? Uh, eventually, like throughout my mission, I got used to it, right? Yeah. But, but this was like my my kind of first real awakening of rejection, right? And essentially, long story short, this 70-year-old lady and her friend that just came in along the way chased us down slowly but surely down four flights of stairs and essentially kicked us out of the retirement home. So... Um, if you can just imagine that, I just imagine that still vividly is, um, and again, that not, not an epic failure in the sense of, you know, staying strong and, 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 you know, trying to, you know, trying to push through and, 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 and like standing strong in, in, in the face of rejection, but that was not the time that I did that. Right. So essentially we got chased out by the 70 year old lady and, Throughout, I think throughout my mission, I always wanted to go get back into that retirement home or complex, but never was able to. And so I, I think that moment, what I was supposed to learn there is again rejection. But at the same time, I, again, all at, at this at this time, Elder McBride does not know what's going on. Because these ladies yeah. are always speaking Chinese. It's like she he sees me coming just pushing back the way, but surely he's like, Elder Wong, what's going on? Like, what are they saying? I'm like, they're telling us to get out. And so I'm like, and it's like, Elder McBride, are you sure? Can you just tell them that we're here to see someone? It's like, no, they're, they're just telling us to get out. So we eventually got out. And um, I think to this day, or sometimes um, just back then, um, Elder McBride always kind of gave me a hard time saying, hey, you all, you know, remember that 70 year old lady? You know, every time, you know, sometimes when we <laughs> saw each other during zone conference, we remember her? Yeah, you, you remember that experience? You know, that was, that was terrible. Yeah, but, but anyway, so. <laughs> That that was kind of my first kind of taste of taste of kind of rejection there, and and, and it was really it's really kind of eye opening in the sense that and, you know at that point I was one I was just super embarrassed and two I was like what am I doing like what's going on I thought that I had something here I thought that you know this was like a gold mine you know in, yeah. in a sense and I thought that you know there was going to be success that came out of that but there just wasn't right and. That that whole transfer time with Elder McBride was really kind of figuring out like how to do things, and, and it, it and it took me a little bit longer too. Sure. Um, yeah, but it's but a essentially, you mentioned being trained, but you're the only one who speaks the language that you're doing the work in. That's yeah. a real 
that's that's different than anything any of us experienced other than those coming like from europe who are learning english but at least their companion understood the scottish yeah no it, it was just so different jack it, it was um it, it it was different in the sense that you know sometimes i felt as well like with my companions it's like you know I, I feel bad you know but you know what do i do you know i I'm, I'm here to kind of communicate to these individuals in Chinese, you know, to the, to the best that we could. I think we, we also kind of taught in English, right? So, you know, because we taught a lot of university students and wanted to practice their English, so it was great, right? Um, we, we, we had a lot of teachers in English eventually, but at the beginning, it was mainly Chinese. And so it was, I felt bad as well because, you know, we're supposed to teach like two by two, right? Um, and um, here I am just by myself. And it, it was honestly, it was kind of, it's kind of lonely. It's kind of trying to figure out kind of kind of why am I here? Like I there's I'm not seeing success. Um, I'm being chased out by 70 year old ladies. Um, and um, you know, I you know, I'm still trying to get a command of the language, right? Because for me, I'm fluent, but my way of thinking, right? I grew up in the US, right? So it, it was also kind of a culture kind of adaptation as well. Yeah. To, to, to kind of be on the same kind of wavelength as, as investigators or friends that were kind of um, coming from China and other areas in Asia. So it's so, an interesting time. So I'm just going to, sorry, real quick, Jack. Yeah, I'm go just, ahead. I'm going to recollect on the first time I met you, and you probably don't remember this, and I don't remember it nearly as vividly as I probably should, but I remember when I first introduced myself to you, I think we're at the mission home for like a zone leader conference or something. Mm -hmm. And you happened to be there at that point in time. And I said to you, I said, so hi, other Wong, where are you from? And you said, I'm from Texas. And then you said to me, um, but I, I speak Chinese and I don't know why I'm here. And I was like, <laughs> okay, that well, like me. Yep. <laughs> you know, and, and, and honestly, like it was quite an interesting um, first interaction that we had, but I was like, mm -hmm there's clearly a reason you're here. I'm, I'm sure I reassured you and just said, Hey, just keep doing what you're doing. Everything will work itself out. But you know, that was towards the end of my mission and you're just mm -hmm. starting out. But I knew when you had Elder McBride, you'd be okay. Cause he's, mm -hmm. he's always been a great stalwart missionary and very, very good in the leadership roles that he had served in prior to training you too. So I knew you were in good hands. Oh, and he was, and he was great. Zach and and I I'm sorry I don't remember that interaction but that sounds exactly <laughs> what I would say and I'm pretty sure you're thinking this kid is crazy like you know I'm glad I'm leaving see you later Elderwong but um no I didn't think you were crazy <laughs> at all and in fact you know as as time progressed I mean that was probably in the my third to last transfer just hearing the successes that you were having in the, the, the remaining part of my mission, I was just like, I, I knew he'd figure it out. It's just a matter of when, not if. Yeah, and it was, you know, it's sometimes so hard to see kind of the, what what's the saying, I think, kind of, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, or it's, and sometimes it's hard to have like a bird's eye view when you're just in the thick of it, right? Yeah. Um, I mm -hmm. butchered that. But anyways, um, I think it's, um, it, you know, it, and it was just, you know, so tough at that time it was just more woe is me right and i think elder mcbride did a really good job of saying you know in, in an elder mcbride kind of way right hey suck it up figure it out <laughs> right right and, and 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 i think um that's what i did right i think um you know I, and and i think what really helped 
you know, interestingly enough, was Elder McBride was a great trainer. And I think I could rely on him a lot just um, because he has a great communication style, great teaching style. I learned a lot from him, but I was, I felt like I was leaning on him a little bit on in certain situations as well, right? Mm -hmm. And and, and how to be a missionary, other things. And so I just was able to rely on him. But I think when, you know, he um, left the area, um, and and I got a new companion. That's when I I started to grow, right? Essentially with Elder Gregerson and um, Elder Gregerson was great. And I think we um, again it, it was it was tough because we're still I was still trying to figure things out um, at, at that time. And, and we tried I think I kid you not uh, just many things, right? We tried English class. Never taught English class in my life, but. We did that, right? Um, yeah. We did basketball, which surprisingly, um, I, I think I'll go into this later. I have a, just, I feel like a great story on, on, on kind of a conversion story with basketball. That, that worked out great. I, I think it's just great because, and hopefully edit this out, Zach, similar to what you did for Christian, right? Or not, right? But um, <laughs> is Chinese people like to think they like, they can play basketball, they can ball, right? And so, you know, we got a lot of interest with that. And so um, every, you know, we all think we're Jeremy Lin, but um but 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 I think um, it was you know just really that's when I was really kind of trying to you know starting to figure things out right I was I was having to like the safety net was taken away right I had to kind of work through adversity work through kind of just on my own with the tools I had and you know just so every day studying preach my gospel kind of working down the bride UG right um, this again this member missionary that kind of we met with kind of regularly he was a great support but slowly but surely figuring things out. And um, I just recall, I think it, it was, you know, in that time with Elder Gregerson, I was able to just really kind of mold. And he was he was great to, to help to do that, right? And and Elder Gregerson, um, he's great, he's loving, and he's, he's very um, straightforward sometimes with direction, right? So I remember, and, and again, not to perpetuate a stereotype, just again, edit this out, right? But, um, is um i think you know after a year i think your international law driver's license expires right so so this is going along with the trend in your podcast which is terrible driving stories right (laughs) so um so you know i had i i got my license generally late right i got it just right before my mission i was delaying it i was able to just throughout my high school time friends just had cars so i was like okay i'll just send your car right and and it was terrible right so i should have gone in when i was 16 but got it right before from, from before my mission was 18 um, and so I was, you know, so let alone, I barely knew how to drive automatic. And now I'm here in a Corsa, you know, driving kind of manual on the other side of the road, right? With Elder Gregerson. And I'm terrible, terrible to stay on stream, but, or on podcast, but I'm terrible at directions, right? So I put that all together and just, you know, the stereotype, it's just, I was perpetuating the stereotype <laughs> big time, right? But anyways, Elder Gregerson, I just remember just vividly for, you know, for better or for worse, everyone Gregerson's like, Elder Wong, you missed that turn, turn right, turn left, turn right. And it was, it was, it was just, um, <laughs> I wouldn't say that summed up our time together, but essentially, and I, and hope, you know, Eric, you can come on call, just correct anything I'm saying wrong, right? But, um, <laughs> but, but, but I think um, it, it was, you know, just joking aside, just a growing time for for me and and maybe for elder gregerson as well but just um just where i was you know it was it was tough love it was kind of a lot of just adversity and just getting through that right um Mm -hmm. and and that brings me um stop me at any time guys i'm just going to keep going but um you're good which brings me to kind of elder lucas and so um and christian and um you know christian was um 
just one, I think just right off the bat, I think we just had just really good, just got along kind of well and, and had good chemistry. Again, I think now is a good point to point out, um, again, you know, um, just clearing the air here, you know, that there was one, you know, I, you know, I, I am not, first of all, I'm not a racial profiler. I, I'm not a racial profiler of Asian people. I know Christian was only joking, right? But um, <laughs> essentially just clearing the air here, guys, just in case. But um, but yes, Christian, so I watched the podcast. You asked me to, I did. And and I'm not a racial profiler. <laughs> but but um, means we, we have a great relationship. We, we keep in touch. Of, of, of the individuals I keep in touch with on occasion, and by keep in touch, he reaches out to me. <laughs> Is uh, You know, we, we, we chat on occasion. He's, a, he's an obviously an upstanding guy. You've had him on the podcast, so you, you know that for sure. Um, but I, I think um, I, while I say that, you know, um, looking back, you know, I, I, I wonder sometimes like, wow, what I did that, right? Because I think at the at that point, I was I was to the point of, okay, because um, I, I also felt like a little bit of this pressure, right? Is, okay, I'm this, you know, I'm just Chinese speaking missionary. I need to produce, I need to do something, right? I need to show some sort of value. Right. Um, and so essentially, you know, I think with Christian, that was the time I was like, okay, no more pressure. I'm just going to be me. Whatever happens, happens. Right. And we'll just let, you know, Heavenly Father, you know, I, I give myself to you and this work and let's just see where it goes. Right. And so, you know, um, so I'm not surprised Christian said the things he said. Right. Because, you know, I would essentially, I, I would just be to the point where I, I want someone to teach and I want to kind of will this into existence, right? So I'd be to the point where, you know, I was on the bus and if anyone that looked remotely Asian, right, I just sat next to them. Didn't matter. I just sat next to them. I just started talking to them. Um, and, and at this point as well, we were on Princess Street, right? We were just um, Edinburgh, in Edinburgh, the high street, yep. right? Um, and so we had a flat out there. And so a lot of our time was also spent tracking just on Princess Street. And so I kid you not, it was, um, I'm, I'm perhaps embarrassed to say this, but when I saw someone that, you know, felt like had potential, I'd just be like, hey, stop, <laughs> you know, or, hey, I try to get their attention somehow, right? I, I think part of it was more being kind of me just again, just saying, I don't, I don't want to be part of the shell or mold anymore. I just want to be me. I want to, I, I just want to do things my way and see how it goes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so part of that was maybe where that boldness came from. But, but again, I, I think there was some, honestly, some success from that. We saw kind of um, some, you know, some success from that eventually. Right. But, but, you know, it just came to the point where I don't know if it was necessarily no fear, but it was more, I've been rejected or I have, you know, no teaching pool. I think whatever I do, it doesn't matter. Right. I, I just need to follow the spirit. I just need to, you know, and, 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 and that's where I kind of really felt I like was becoming more in tune with the spirit because when I just felt impressed and I was like, okay, that guy, it's like, okay, I'm going to go talk to him. Right. And yeah. that's how it was. So I think that's great. It takes most of us, you know, like a year or more to reach that point where we're like, Hey, the, the most effective person I can be is me. Mm-hmm. It was Elder Bryce or Elder Hewitt that was called mm-hmm. to Scotland, yeah. not some cookie cutter mold of a missionary. So yeah, sounds like you got there before we did, which is great. And, and sometimes Jack, you know, sometimes like the desperation of not having people to teach that kind of yeah. accelerates that a bit. Right. Um, and so I think while I didn't, we didn't see a lot of success with, um, you know, when, when, with Elder Lucas, but it was, it was, it was a great time. I think that that's when I was starting to figure things out. You know, that's when I was starting to say, okay, 
um, we're going to do basketball. We're going to do basketball with a purpose. We're going to, you know, we're going to teach English class, but this is how we're going to do it. You know, this is how we're going to plan things. This is, you know, certain areas. If we're going to go tracking our princess tree, we're going to be efficient about this. This is where we're going to go, right? Essentially, kind of most, most you know, of our, my teaching pool was essentially either at restaurants, right, or um, and and at around universities, right? So yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times I've been kicked off kind of the Edinburgh kind of university campus, right, by, by security. I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're like frenemies or, or if I go back, <laughs> they'll still remember me. But um, but it, it was just that, that, that just, you know, just like, okay, I don't have anything else to lose. Let's just do this, right? And um, essentially when, when I like, it's, it's surprising when I, when I started just letting go of that persona, that's when the success just started to come right yeah. and 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 it was great and and elder lucas just really helped with that um because we were i think we we're just really both focused right and elder lucas was someone that just isn't um christian don't let this get to your head but um if you if you ever watch this but um he wasn't someone because you know i i would always worry i think before then hey you know you know, is it okay? Do I need to keep Elder Lucas kind of informed in this lesson where we're going and things like that? And with Elder Lucas, I felt like there's more of, you know, just a complete trust, right? So, you know, it was just more, I could do, you know, I could do this and then it'd be like, hey, Elder Lucas, you know, this is what's going on, right? And and I think Elder Lucas was also very quick or, he, you know, I think we understood each other. So he was very quick enough to kind of catch on and pick things up. So it was, it, it was great. And, and it, it was just great serving with him because we were, you know, I, I'm competitive about certain things. Uh, you know, other things I'm not. Elder Lucas is just competitive about all things, perhaps. But again, um, Christian, that's a compliment. But um, <laughs> but 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 anyways, I, I think we would, you know, um, you know, on P days, right? We would, you know, play basketball, right? And, and Christian sometimes, like he, he he would, you know, I think this is what makes him great, right? Is he he has the confidence to say, hey, I'm, I'm I can take you in this. I'm like, yeah, you know, there's some things like football. Yeah, I give to Christian, right? On P days, you know, chair football, he wins most games more than me, right? But if it's <laughs> table tennis or if it's basketball, you know, um, no. So so we, we, you know, I don't know if we got to the point where we were keeping a tally, but every P day it was something different, right? We were competing at something and it, it was great. It was just a great time. And also just time to just um, really kind of be away sometimes, you know? And I don't know if this is, this was talked about too much on the podcast or um, and, and things like that, nor, nor does it maybe need to go, go into too, too much depth, but sometimes I just felt um, there's a lot, right. It, you know, a mission's a roller coaster, right. You're, you're planning, you're doing things and, and you're, you're, it's highs and lows, right. And someone's getting baptized, you schedule someone for baptism, you, someone fell through, et cetera. And so just time where you can have with like someone that understands you just to kind of just get away for a little bit. And those, those P days, just, I remember vividly, Kind of not very spiritually driven, but a lot of competition, sometimes a lot of frustration, but, um, you know, it, it was great, right? And um, it was just, um, it, it was just a great time. And um, I, I think, um, but then again, after that, that's when I, I, I think we really started seeing um, success when, uh, when Elder Ehat um, came in. So Tim Ehat, he's um, yeah. from, from Linden, Utah. I don't know if you, you all, you know, maybe if I have an opportunity, you can have him on, but um He's, um, I think he's still, still in Utah now. Um, but, um, but he's, you know, he was, um, the companion that I served with the longest and, and in my area that's saying something, because I think I've had a total of eight or nine companions, which isn't that many, right. Mm -hmm. For, for two years, I think on average, my companions were three, three months or four and a half months. 
um, and don't do the math because again, that probably doesn't add up. Right. But, but I was with, um, I was with Tim for about six months. And so I I think, yeah, I think cumulatively, I think in that time, I think we probably was one of the most successful times in my mission. Um, That that's when we really started figuring things out. I thought that you served in the same area, your whole mission. Is that true? It is. Okay. It is. But so I also I thought you got a new companion every six weeks. Like they just cycled them through because they weren't Chinese speaking. So six weeks in, six weeks out. But you had nine. That means you got more than six weeks with quite a few of them. Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I, and I think, and Jack, I think that makes sense, right? Is, you know, we, they, they would perhaps cycle through. But I think part of it as well is I think, you know, this is just me just maybe blowing smoke or making things up. But I think part of it was also, well, maybe a long, more, more kind of longer term comparatively companion, just so um, we can kind of establish some chemistry, the investigators were teaching kind of, it's, it's not kind of transitioning all the time. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but, but I think with Elder Ehad, um, that's, that's when we were seeing kind of more of the success. Right. And Elder Ehad and I, surprisingly, I think we, you know, he's, he's again, one of, uh, one of the ones that I, I, I keep in touch with more often than not here. And he's, he was just, Great companion. We we keep in touch and, and we kind of stay updated on each other's lives and things. But that's really kind of the time when we started figuring things out. That's when we had our very first baptism, which was his name was um, Addy. Huh? That was his English name. He was a restaurant owner, and um, he um, he was just textbook, just a very kind of um, you, you know very. Uh, in a way kind of just an embodiment of the textbook kind of Chinatown investigator in the sense that, you know, he is, you know, lived in China most of his life, came here to kind of make a living, sent sent money home to his family. So more of his life here was more about opening restaurants, surviving more than anything. Right. And, um, and when, when we kind of uh, met him, it was at his restaurant. Again, I think this was more of kind of the desperation, no fear thing. Just anywhere we went, I was just like, hey, <laughs> we're missionaries from the Church of Jesus Christ. Are you interested in our message, right? And so he um, was interested. And it, it's so interesting because maybe I can take a quick segue is one of the things I started learning to figure out, and I think Elder DePold was really helpful in this. And I, I think you'll have Elder DePold on, right, Jonathan? Um mm-hmm. But, um, you know, helping me to understand, and, and Yuji as well, or this other member missionary, but um, helping me to understand, okay, um, you know, there's a different way to teaching, right? Because in Chinese culture, sometimes the perception of Christianity um, or it, it is not really kind of um, mainstream, right? They've probably heard of it, you know, from third party sources and probably kind of understand that's a thing in America. But for all intents and purposes, that's not really kind of a part of their everyday kind of way of life. It's more kind of, okay, I rely on myself, right? So um, instead of, you know, this was, and it was great because this was the time I was kind of trying to hone that kind of, kind of teaching by the spirit and starting instead of kind of teaching, saying, hey, gospel of Jesus Christ, um, restoration of gospel of Jesus Christ, plan of salvation. And I think this was inspired because I think that was the beauty of preaching my gospel in a right way, right? You could be flexible mm-hmm. in that sense, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, helping helping them understand, you know, plan of salvation and then gospel of Jesus Christ, et cetera. But, but long story short, you know, he, um, Addy, you know, he, he kind of felt the spirit so quick, right? And I think by lesson two or three, we scheduled him, you know, for baptism, 
for for the next month and um it it, it was it was wonderful it was our first baptism and it, and it was just what amazing because to see his growth because you know for a restaurant owner sundays are one of your kind of money making days right in terms of kind of when people are off and and he you know, he either kind of every Sunday, you know, until we moved to Brighton or Bournemouth um, and, you know, to, to Southern England, he would be at church. Right. And keep in mind, this is Edinburgh Ward. This is, you know, everyone speaking English. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are kind of Chinese community chapels, churches like in, in, in all over, you know, not all over Edinburgh, but in other areas of Edinburgh, they're accessible. Right. But he chose to come to, you know, to the Edinburgh Award to be a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And his commitment was just amazing because every week he'd show up, I translate for him, but um, you know, he'd meet other people in the church and he didn't really know too much English, but he'd be, you know, be like hello and everyone the ward was great in fellowshipping. Um and so it was, you know, it was amazing to see just his commitment. He'd he'd be there every Sunday, regardless, right? And um, that that was just that just stuck out in my mind, and and that just re- really after that first baptism, it was just a you know a, just a chain of events. I think in that time with Elder Ehad, and again you can cut this out, right? But um, you know I can take pride in saying we we baptized a Jackie Chan, we baptized a Vera Wang, so and um, we we baptized several other people, you know other other people as well, and, and that was when we just started kind of getting into a groove. And, and Elder Ehan and I, I think a reason why um, we were kind of a companionship for six months as well is again just the chemistry. He was able to you know just uh, essentially some of the some of some of the teachers were in English, but sometimes when it was just in all Chinese, I think um, you know just kudos to all my companions out there because you know it, it's just. As I think about this now, I'm like, I, I just don't know how you all did that, just to sit through like a full Chinese lesson and just to, to, to not exactly know what was going on and to just trust your companion, right? And I think we were able to kind of do that and just work out a good system for that, right? And um, and that was that was great. I think um, just I think one of the just a funny story from kind of the um, the time with Elder Ehan is, and, and I don't know, I, I don't know if these are actually exciting guys, because I don't have stories with Neds where I'm being chased down by Neds and stuff like that. So, um, which I'm grateful for just yeah. being in kind of the warm embrace <laughs> of Edinburgh for two years. So um, I, so I guess I'm a softie in that, in this way, but I, I think a, a, just a, a, an interesting story with um, Elder Ehan was there's just one zone conference. I think a, a general authority was there. I, I, I don't recall his name. Um, but, um, essentially, um, it was, it was planned out. So essentially it was to demonstrate the teaching model for preach my gospel, right? There was a way to teach. There was, um, you know, I, I don't remember it kind of fully now, but essentially kind of share the message, bear testimony. There's an, a way to invite promise and then ex- extend the invitation to baptism. Right. Um, so, um, this general authority was there and he was witnessing this and essentially it's this teaching model to teach, you know, a before and after, right. Is, um, essentially, okay, this is the first way. And then after you, you listen to kind of our, you know, the, 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 the kind of guidance, right. From the zone leaders, et cetera, we're going to do this again. Right. And so I think the zone leaders, I think it's Elder Hardy and Elder Balkold. I'm sorry, guys, we, we didn't mean to raise our hand, but essentially <laughs> what happened was, um, the, I think they had like certain missionaries plan to raise their hand, right, to, to, to do the demonstration, to, to, to make this more of a controlled environment. But so I don't think they were expecting other missionaries to raise their hand and say, hey, does anyone volunteer to try this out first? And so 
I don't know why we volunteer, but elderly hand, I was just like, okay, well, let's just do it. And I think part of it was also because I, I think, you know, close to that time, I think elder he had and I were just like, okay, you know, we, we had some kind of a friendly kind of um, discussion, okay, you know, the way of teaching, right? And so we both wanted to demonstrate our way was kind of better. And so, you know, we thought, okay, let's just do a Zoom conference. This is just a natural kind of makes sense to do in front of everyone. And if it blows up in our face, so be it, right? But, but anyways, I think um, that's what we did. So we raised our hands like, does anyone want to demonstrate the teaching model? And so I'm like, okay, we do. And then the Zoom leaders or everyone just got kind of someone's like, you do <laughs> are you sure like yeah yeah we do like we we didn't know what was going on right and so when we did um it was so interesting because at that point like we um this is not to brag or anything at all but i i think you know for some reason like at that point elder e, e hat and i just synced right in terms of just kind of our teaching styles just synced. Maybe it was just from six months of being together or whatever it may be, but it was, you know, we, we, it was pretty textbook, right? And so, because afterwards, I think the plan was to ask everyone to raise their hand and say, hey, what could I have done? They, they done better, right? And so I distinctly remember we taught that and it got, the spirit was so strong, right? Um, and um, that was just a testament to me. It was like, hey, you're here for a reason, right? You're, you're actually, you, you can kind of do this, right? Um, and, and then, and then, because and it was reaffirmed because after that, um, it, when the zone leaders ask it, what do you think can be done better? And so, because we were the first ones to go, we were supposed to be, you know, the guinea pigs, or to say, hey, this is what you could have done better, and and you know, etc. You know, guidance, and and here's the actual way to do it. You guys suck, right? Um, <laughs> so, so, and and what was interesting was it was silent. And then, and then someone raised their hand or zone leader, someone raised their hand. I think it might've been a district leader or what, what have you said, okay, yeah, guys, instead of saying, you shouldn't have said you guys, you just should have said you instead or something like really minor like that. I'm like, oh, wow, that's it. I can take that. Right. I'm okay with that. Right. And then, and then I just think I made the zone leaders like really difficult at that zone, at least at that particular time. Cause I think they had everything planned out. They wanted to make it look organic and we just Blew mess things up. Right. We just mess things up. And, and then afterwards in that second, I think that second runaround, I think um, either the zone leaders or someone else was doing, it, and I think they were visibly nervous. Cause like, um, you know, <laughs> you know, this, you know, how, how, you know, and we're not trying to, you know, tune our own horn or anything. But it's like, you know, they just, they just, I think felt a lot of pressure. It's like, okay, this happened. How do we like make this better or whatever? So that was, I think that was just one kind of interesting moment with, with Elder He had, because I think we, we, and you know, honestly, we, we had kind of our disagreements, but we were able to kind of work through it. And I think that's a reason why we're still kind of pretty close to this day, right? It's, it's because we went through that. We went through kind of six months together and, you know, as a companionship. It's funny how that works, right? You, you guys probably understand that more than me. Only for boys. You get only in, you get in a fight and then your best friends after. Right. Girls doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way, right? I can <laughs> I can attest to that. My gosh, I had a couple of companions. We won't we won't divulge. Right, let's into let's that hear it. Let's you. hear it. Let's hear everything. Names and uh, <laughs> everything. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, well, if you listen to Elder Kings, we we had our 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 uh, marriage spat and we got on pretty well after that. Um, I haven't talked to Elder Pattenden yet, but. I don't know how well we got along, um, Stuart Pattenden, but to to be continued. Stuart, come on the podcast. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Yeah, I didn't mean to rile things up, Zach. So, oh um, no, but, no, <laughs> no, you're perfectly but, fine. 
Yeah, but you know, I, I think that's you know essential. I think just trial by adversity, you know, and 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 you know, it's it's sometimes how it just adversity brings you closer together, right? And I think that's exactly what happened with Elder here. I'm I'm not trying to be over dramatic here and say like we never got along because we we got along, right? And and it was just you know, just working through adversity that just brought us a lot closer. That's and great. so um, amazing. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, it's really interesting how things work out. And then, um, and, and then I think from that point on, I think we, we started, I started to get into a groove, right. Or, or to understand kind of how things work and started to, and at that point as well with, um, it was great because we started having recent converts, right. So we could, we could start taking them on teaches and, 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 the, and again, the Edinburgh award was um, fairly kind of great about just fellowshipping, right. And, and making sure if um, our church, you know, they, they said hi and things like that and, and, and things like that. So uh, we, we did get support from the ward and it, and it, it, I think it helps as well. If um, you're, you're a familiar face, like you're, you're there for the long haul and they know that. So for better, or for worse, they need to come up and say hi to you. Right. So, yeah, right. Um, but I, I think it was it was just great. I think because I think my next companion um, was was Elder Smith, and so he's Elder Smith. I don't know if y'all know him. He's he's actually in the same MTC group as me in in Scotland. So when we came to Scotland, I was in the same group as. Um, I don't know if you had Tobias Halford on yet. So I was in in Elder Halford's group um, with Elder Smith and and terrible names or, or memory. But I I, I I came on with other kind of three or four other um, elders, and I and I think perhaps a sister as well. Um, but Elder Smith and I, again, I think we're starting to just get into a groove with um, teaching and things. And, and I think um, one thing I remember distinctly with um, with Elder Smith is, um, and it might have been earlier in the mission, but for some reason, I had this naive perception that Chinatown was anywhere Chinese people were. It didn't matter if it was Aberdeen, Glasgow, um, you know, Inverness, Dundee, um, wherever it is Chinese people are, I can go. For at times, even without permission of the zone leaders, and so, um, you know, there's there's a time, you know, because there's there's a, a strong focus on essentially kind of two main things on the mission. You've heard this as a trend, right? Is member missionary work and hammer time, or a variation of hammer time, right? Um, and so, um, as a part of that, there was a just a longstanding kind of Chinese kind of member family. I think the Chu's, if I remember correctly, in Glasgow, and so they were great. You know, we you know went up once with Elder Lucas. I didn't realize Elder Lucas got, Lucas got permission before. So had I known that, I would have asked for permission first. But um, but essentially, um, you know, um, essentially we went up um, with, Elder, I think it was Elder Smith, might've been Elder Yeah, but we, we were kind of helping kind of to, we had this great kind of member missionary lesson plan. We're like, hey, let's just go up, you know, and I think they're free, let's call Sister Chu and Brother Chu and let's, let's go up and, and teach them. And so that's what we did. We took the train without telling anyone, so went up, Taught them, went up to Glasgow, taught them, came back home. And then, lo and behold, I think we got a call um, at like 9 o'clock or 9.30. We were still on the train, and and, and Elder Smith kind of answered. And then I think the elder was like, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Hardy and Ball called. I, I don't, you know, I'm pretty sure Hardy and Ball don't like me that much, just from everything that I'm doing. I, I'm only kidding. They were great. But um, <laughs> but 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 I think, um, you know, I, I got a call. It was from them or either the assistants or whoever it was, it, you know, um, essentially Elder Smith's like, it's for you. And so I'm like, hey, and they were really nice about it. They're like, hey, Elder Wong, where are you? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I still didn't know what I was doing wrong, right? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to train back from Glasgow. We just have to treat and choose an awesome member, you know, uh, awesome teach, you know, and things like that. And we're heading back to Edinburgh. It's like, okay, Elder Wong, just remember, next time, if you decide to go outside the area, you know, um, tell us, right? Or get our permission. <laughs> 
before you go, not after or, or tell us, right? <laughs> and 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 I remember that distinctly because that that kind of kind of because I had some kind of just lofty sometimes dreams kind of on my mission, right? I, I was kind of you know after you know after finding out about kind of um, my call, I think I, I went up to Pratt's Hill, so I'm circling back a little bit, and I was like, okay. Um, you know, by the time I leave my mission, I want to have like a Chinese branch in Scotland. There's something crazy, right? And so I was, you know, and so kind of that was something that always drove me in a way. And so I'd always kind of, I don't know, and this, I think just kind of tacked onto that, just kind of just made me do crazy stuff, guys. So, so like, for example, that, Right. And so and, and so I, I would kind of, you know, work that in as well. We're going to have branch. And then eventually I think that dream was killed because I think essentially they're like, OK, Justin, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right. This is, you know, integration into the ward, not not kind of, you know, create your own branch here. That's not what you're here to do. Right. And so <laughs> um, but, but anyways, I think I digress there. But but um, but essentially, I think it was it was just an exciting time. I think another time just with Elder Smith, was it was just, you know, you know, you probably heard kind of different feelings about Hammer Time, right, throughout the podcast, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I you know, I don't think I'm the exception here, but I think um, one thing great that came out of this kind of concept of Hammer Time, or essentially, we, we had a variation of this for, for a month in Edinburgh. Essentially, I think it was called Operation Fill the Font, probably butchered the names, probably called something else. But, but essentially, um, it was essentially, you were going to get this amount of baptisms in this month. Right. And we're on the end stretch. And um, and, um, you know, I think we were kind of one or two short. And so it was at the end of the month. And so kind of I think the zone leaders or just with faith, they filled the font for that Sunday. It was Sunday already. It, was, it wasn't Saturday. It was at the end of the month. It was Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I and, you know, for some reason I felt and I think Elder Smith felt or Elder had felt this way as well. You know, just going to that Sunday, I was like, this just feels like a weird kind of Sunday, you know, it just feels like something's going to happen today, right? And I think we're praying because I think all the the district or the zone was praying that, you know, we can meet our goal and things like that. And um, and then uh, lo and behold, this guy, he's not even, I, and sometimes beauty, I guess, of um, being a Chinese-speaking missionary is anyone that, again, looks remotely, again, you can edit this out, looks remotely Chinese, comes <laughs> to the Chinese-speaking missionaries, right? So, and this is kind of what happened. So we had his, his name was Jun Young Su. He's Korean, right? And his backstory was he's being taught by the missionaries in Wales, um, hmm. um, you know, for for a couple weeks or a month or so. And so he was kind of, kind of. I didn't know this until afterwards, but um, we, um, you know, he 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 was kind of he was extended the invitation to baptism, but he had to think about it. He wasn't really committed. And and then he he just took a weekend trip. This is like a spur of moment trip up to Edinburgh. <laughs> And so he came up to Edinburgh, lo and behold, he came to church, came to church. Um, we didn't, you know, chap into him or track into him and invite him, but came to church. And um, he, he said, I was like, oh, hey, Elder Wong, I think, you know, there's a guy there. Do you want to talk to him? Like, you know, he, you know, you know, he looks of Asian descent. How do you put this in a PC way? But he looks of Asian descent. And, um, and so, you know, let's, you know, and so I was like, okay. And so anyways, that whole day felt like, okay, something's going to happen. And so it, everything went well. We're like, hey, we're Elder, you know, it's Elder Wong, it's Elder Smith, you know, we're here, you know, here to say hi. And he was great, right? Um, what is, that was back then during three-hour church, right? So sacrament, I think there's gospel doctrine or gospel principles, and then um, elder form, right? And all through that, it was great. It was just a normal day, you know, it was like, okay, yeah, I'm from Wales, you know, I'm going back. And then 
all of a sudden we had this impression that, okay, it was like, let's just sit him down, just have a quick lesson with him, just run through the baptismal interview questions. And so I, I think for some reason at that time, you know, we're going on splits as well, because I think we had another investigator there. So Elder Smith went to teach someone else. And so I was with uh, June or Young Sue. And um, I was, uh, a young man was with me. We were on splits. Um, and his, his name's Aaron Mateer, awesome young man. Um, and at the time, obviously not a young man anymore, right? But um, he, um, so we just sat down and we're like, hey, um, we just felt impressed to kind of just walk through the interview questions with you. Just answer them as truth as you can. And, and you know, we're, we're just trying to, you know, understand kind of where you're at and, um, and, and the like. And so we just went through the baptismal interview questions with them. And he was answering kind of all of them as he should have, right? And so, you know, do you have a testimony of, you know, the recitation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Prophet Joseph Smith? Yes, right. Do you have a you know, testimony of the atonement of Jesus Christ? Yes. And will you keep the law of chastity? Yes, we keep the word of wisdom. Yes. And so at the end, after he answered all the questions, um, you know, we just, um, you know, I felt impressed or we felt impressed to essentially say, hey, it's just, this is crazy because we didn't like, again, this is, I think the desperation part of me that, that kind of helped with this, right? Because I think that, you know, a normal person probably say, okay, there's process to this. You can't just invite him. He's, he's leaving, right? It makes no sense, right? But then I was just, okay, let's just do this, right? You know, I feel like I, feel like I should do this, you know, and, and Elder Hardy, Elder Baca, whoever can just manage this after. Again, sorry, <laughs> guys, right? But, but um, I, you know, you, you, I guess, Elder Zach, I guess, and Jack, you should be grateful that I wasn't in your zone, I guess, is, is what I'm saying. But um, no, no, but, but uh, long, <laughs> long story short, I think we, um, we invited him to baptism and said, hey, you just, you answered kind of correctly all these questions. What's stopping you from getting baptized? Will you, and you know, accept the invitation to be baptized today? He sat there for a little while and we're like, oh, and, and then me and Aaron looked at each other. I was like, oh, we rocked the boat. This guy's probably going to walk out now and like shut the door and, and he's gone, right? And we probably like, you know, destroyed this opportunity for these missionaries in Wales too, right? But essentially after like, after he thought for a moment, he's like, yes, right? Yes. And then, and then after that, it was kind of like a mad rush, right? That's when we were like, okay, what do we do? Like... I didn't think you'd say yes, man. Like, what? And so, and so, um, I should have known, right? Spirit prompted. So, um, but then essentially, like, we filled the font, or the font was filled, and we had to. I think, um, you know, and that's when I think the zone leader stepped in, and like, they took care of things moving forward. Then, but essentially, kind of, we had to get special permission from President Frederick to get this done, and pretty sure calls were made, and and he was baptized same day. So it's it's amazing. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, you, you know, um, uh, honestly, you know, with, you know, there's, you know, with hammer time, there's, there's a lot there, right? There's a lot of stress that comes with that. But, you know, at times, you know, there's, there's some gold nuggets like this, you know, that come out, come out of that. And so that was just, you know, one thing I remember distinctly, I believe with Under Smith is it's just that experience there. It was, it was amazing. So, um, that is cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so guys, I can keep going and I'm like halfway through and I know kind of, you know, we're, we're probably right on time here. So just, just whatever, stop. Me whatever anytime. you want to share. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll try to, I'll try to be brief or kind of not put you guys to sleep. And let me, <laughs> let me think uh, what else to share. I have like this whole like bullet point list that I'm kind of staring at. So I, I think like maybe some other quick experiences is with um, uh, some other companions is I, I think just experience if you just don't know, 
kind of, you know, who someone is on the inside from, from a perception perspective. I think this was with my next companion, I think with Elder Ray. And Elder Ray, like, you know, Elder Ehat, I believe, was kind of my most successful or our most successful kind of from a numbers, right, or statistics perspective, just baptismal kind of um, numbers. Elder Ray was, I think, the most successful transfer. I think we had um, three baptisms within that transfer. Um, and um, one of them, surprisingly enough, was this, um, this man named Nicholas Wong. And so I think remember how I said basketball was, was, was kind of a successful finding activity. This was one of those um, examples. I think Nicholas, um, we, we, by this time, we've been kind of running basketball, kind of this activity for a year and a half, had kind of t- taught investigators. Never, some close to baptism never really kind of one that really kind of was a golden investigator or a friend that kind of committed right, or, or was kind of strong or felt the spirit, right? And so um, this particular, you know, and if you look at Nicholas Wong on the outside, if I were to describe him, let, let, let me describe him, because I think you guys can resonate with this with basketball style, right? Nicholas, and there's a reason why I think I didn't approach him. He was the, one of the very last guys I approached to invite him to, to, to kind of, to, to, for, for us to teach him, right? And the reason was, you know, in basketball, he was just short, stocky guy, but essentially, you know, in the spy law, kind of for the Edinburgh Chapel, it's not a huge chapel anyway, so there's a lot of post game going on, right, um, in the chapel, right? It's like this small half court, so a lot of post, you know, game, right? A lot of bumping. Nick, he wasn't, Nicholas, he wasn't really tall. He was big, though, and he played like a, if there was an NBA comparison, it was like a Charles Oakley, Charles Barkley mix with a little <laughs> bit of Ben Wallace in him, too. And so, and he was, he was tatted up, and, and he was like, he was nice, but like on the court, he just, he fought, right? Like, you know, I thank goodness. I, I like just was like more of a shooting guard, if that was even a thing there. But like, I just, just play more on the outside, drive and cut a couple times, right? And that's it, right? But with him, he was always on the inside. He's like, give me the ball, you know? And then he's just like, you know, just, you know, no one really knew how to play or call. And there was probably tons of fouls that were had, right? But essentially, knock him out, you know, bank it in. That was, that was it. If you had Nick on your team, just pass it to Nick. You kind of win by brute force, right? Sounds like and Dennis so, Rodman. Yeah, yeah, and he got rebounds too. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly like Dennis Rodman. Maybe, maybe without the hair, but with the tats. So, okay, all right. Um, but but essentially, you know, there is one time, and I think um, I think Elder it was Elder Smith that kind of pushed me. He's like, "Hey, we should talk to Nicholas." I'm like, "Are you sure?" Like we always like mention Nicholas in our planning sessions. Like, are you sure? And then I was, we'd always like. For one reason or another, we was like, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait till next time, right? Or we'll, we'll wait till next time, invite him. And then, and then finally, like, he, he like, I remember distinctly because he, um, he left the building. Like, we were done with, with ball for that day, for basketball, like, that day. I think it was only Saturday morning. I, I don't remember, but it was kind of during kind of a low kind of tracking time. And so Saturday morning was, you know, when, when a lot of people were kind of available. And so we played and, and he was already in his car. He was at, you know, he was opening his trunk, putting his, I remember simply putting his duffel bag in his car, getting ready to go. And I just walked up, to, I just ran up to him. I was like, Hey, Nick, 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 Hey, 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 hey stop for a moment. And, and, and kind of like, Hey, hear, hear me out. Right. And, and I, like in my mind, I'm just like, my heart's being like, I don't know what this guy's going to do. We'll, we'll see what happens. Right. And so, so like, Hey, um, do you want, are you interested in hearing kind of, um, you know, about our message? You probably, you've played with us for like, this is terrible. We should have invited him early for like six months. <laughs> and so, and, and so essentially, you know, we asked him, Hey, you probably know, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're playing at this church. We're missionaries. Um, we have a message, um, you know, regarding the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're not like, sure with you. Are you interested? And at that point I was like, are you sure, man? You know, I'm just here to play basketball, you know, buddy, see you later. Right. But, um, 
but essentially he essentially it was quick. He essentially said, Yeah, yeah. And and um and when we went over, he was like you know, it was just night and day. I guess you can't really just judge a book by his cover, but because he was one of the most kind of inquisitive, kind of sincerely, kind of sincere investigators we had. And I think within a month or within that month, you know, I think we were teaching him and then Elder Ray came in, but um, within that month, he was, he was baptized. And so um, it, it was, it was just amazing. You just can't kind of judge, judge a book by, by its cover. Right. And so, um, but, but, you know, Jack, Zach, I, I, yeah, I have, I have kind of many more stories to, to, to kind of share. But in the, in the interest of time, maybe I'll, I'll kind of cut it short here. If you have questions for me, you know, who else have at you, it. But who else did you serve with? I served with. Oh, well, maybe another quick story. So I served with Elder, and maybe a very important kind of. I, I shouldn't leave this out. So I served also with um, total eight or nine companions. I think I mentioned four or five of them. Um, and I served with also Elder Oliver. Donovan Oliver, Zach, you might know Donovan. And yeah. um, I served with um, Elder Burnett, Andreas Burnett. I think he he I think he's from, I believe, Utah. Um, he he um, I think came after both of you. And so um, I don't know if you know Elder Burnett, mm-hmm. but he's great. You should probably have him on too, because he trained the next Chinese speaking missionary. So oh, it'd be wow. good to get his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the actual kind of 2.0 version that actually did kind of did great work, right? <laughs> um but I, I believe in a nutshell, those are my those are my companions. I'm probably missing a few in between, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everyone. If you're listening, I'm so sorry. You wrote I, I got nine. I wrote okay. them down. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so may, maybe I'm right here. Maybe I'm not missing anyone. Um but but I think with Elder Oliver, it was um there was one if I can, just one uh, member. Her, her name is Jessica. We, we kind of, and, and again, we, we, we kind of just stopped her. This is Edinburgh University. Again, our, our friends, you know, the security guards at Edinburgh University. It was just a good day. We didn't get kicked out. So, and I think we we're on one of the side roads too. So it was like a public area. But anyways, we stopped her. She was like a PhD student from Taiwan. She's studying at Edinburgh University. And, um, and I think this is just a testament of member member missionary work and just great fellowship. We had a, a member in the ward. Her name was um, Roxanne Paris. Um, and I will always remember one thing she said to me, but Roxanne, if you're watching this, I'm sorry for, for, for bringing this up. But, she, you know, because I, I, I could be someone, especially on the mission, I get laser focused. I'm like, will you come on a joint teacher with us? Why can't you come? Right. This is like the most important thing you should be doing in your life ever, you know, missionary work or die. Right. But, um, not, not, maybe not to that degree, but, but anyways, you know, parents is like one day elder Wong, you understand there's more to life than missionary work. And, um, there is, and there's not right. But, um, <laughs> you know, and, and so I, I always remember that, but with her, she was always kind of supportive and always, always kind of, uh, wanting to help and things and and um with jessica i just remember distinctly we taught her all the lessons um and there was just one point she was we we're committing her to baptism and she was just not sure right and so and she was i think almost ready to perhaps drop us because i think we we might have been kind of maybe pushing too hard or maybe it was just at the end where she you know already we already taught her everything and she was reading through the book of Mormon and things and um, and then we just decided we felt impressed. And I think this was more Elder Oliver, right? We just felt impressed to um, schedule another teach with her, with Roxanne, who she built a relationship with. And I think um, the lesson was just more on having no fear, um, you know, with Peter walking on water and, and things and, and kind of going, going kind of, I think, sharing kind of 
scriptures along that vein, in that aspect. And I think just with us testifying and also with Roxanne testifying, I think Jessica um, committed to um, to baptism. And I think to this day, I think one of the, um, you know, she, I think, I believe is still active. And so we saw her, you know, a couple of years back and, you know, she was in Brighton. I think she's back in Taiwan now, but she's still active and it was great. And um, mm. yeah, but, but just a quick funny story. The reason, you know, that was important. That was a story I wanted to share, but also um, with um, Elder Oliver, I thought at that point, and, and my wife tells me every day, she's like, Justin, your Chinese is terrible, right? But but anyways, like, I thought I thought at that point, I was like, I have a mastery of the Chinese language and, and stuff like that. And, and so I was I was just kind of a little bit arrogant about it. So on our kind of, we had like in our flat, like a, um, a dry erase board where you just like plan stuff, like high level stuff. And then I wrote in characters, um, I just wrote an Elder Oliver, he knows this, right? Um, because Elder Oliver, if you know Donovan, I think Zach, if you know he, He's not a um, man of too many words, right? He he, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's not silent. He's very insightful, right? Very Absolutely. smart, very intelligent, yes. like very intelligent. But um, and 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 if you rub, you know, if you sometimes, you know, get on his bad side, he has this glare, or he has this. Okay, um, I don't know if you've seen it, Zach, and maybe I'm just over dramatizing or making things up, but he'll look at you a certain way, and you might fear for death or for your life, right? And one of those moments was. Um, and sorry, Donovan, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have shared that. But but anyways, um, <laughs> I, I think, you know, I the reason why I say that is because I was just very arrogant. I, th- I felt like, okay, yeah, I know this the Chinese language. And I was just kind of just doing kind of stupid stuff, right? So I was I, on our planning board, I, was, I wrote kind of, Elder Oliver is not smart. And, you know, you get my drift. It was in Chinese. And then um, I, it was just, I, I think we were, I think we had that relationship, though. Perhaps we don't, Donovan. You can correct me, or you can come on and just say, "Elder One, we didn't," and that was offensive. But um, but I left that on it, and I was just like, as a prank, I was like, "Yeah, Elder Oliver, that just means you're really smart, right? And 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 awesome, right?" And then Yu Yi, you know, because we we had a great relationship with this member missionary, Yu Yi. Zach, you might have met him, um, but um, essentially, he was, you know, he sometimes kind of come into our flat, right? And so he saw that he's like, you know, he's like, "Elder Oliver, do you know what this says?" <laughs> And, and so, like, I, I was too good. Like, it was at the end of transfer. He didn't know it was at the beginning of transfer when I wrote that. It was at the end of transfer. And I, when Yuji was like, Elder Oliver, do you know that? I'm like, hey, hey, Yuji, don't, don't spoil the fun here. But then he was like, this is what it actually said. And then, and then you know, Elder Oliver, you know, I got that look, right? I got that look. He's like, Elder Wong, you're going to pay for this. And I won't, I won't tell you what happened, but, you know, I never did that ever again. Let's just put it that way. So, oh, come on. Um, you got to tell us what happened now. So, you know, he's much taller than me. He's much bigger than me. I'm pretty sure there was some wrestling involved. Pretty sure I got kind of just dominated. So that's kind of what happened. And um, so oh, it, su- suffice it to say that never happened again. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just so interesting. I recall that story just now. But but anyway, just a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, in summary, just, um you know, just uh, a lot of, you know, it, on my mission as a, you know, Chinese speaking missionary, sometimes, you know, I thought, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm so much different than others. But really, you know, when it comes down to it, I think, you know, there's just a lot of similarities, just following the spirit, um, you know, learning how to get along, you know, understanding kind of working together as a companionship in a different way, right? Learning to cater to your investigators, um, overcoming adversity, not doing stupid stuff, not going to Glasgow without permission, you know, you know, you know, things, things like that. And I, I think like just in summary, I think, um, 
you know, just everything, you know, all, I'm sure you all had kind of similar experiences, right? But perhaps just um, for me, just a, a different perspective and the only perspective I know, you know, and um, to me, you know, serving in an area for two years, you know, having a companion doesn't, that doesn't speak to that was normal for me. Right. And that was something, you know, I got used to and I found kind of, you know, um, you know, was able to kind of adjust to and that just became my normal. Right. And just, uh, you know, just at the end of my mission, or even even kind of preparing for my pod, this podcast and just reflecting now, um, you know, there's just looking back, obviously, there's some things like, man, that was just so dumb. Like, why did I do that? And, and, and like, there's other times it's like, wow, I went up to this person, did that. Why didn't I get arrested? You know, and stuff like that. But maybe not to that degree. Right. But um, but, you know, it's just um, so interesting looking back. Right. Just on kind of the different experiences and, and just like the great ones and not so great ones. Right. And, and just being able to kind of learn from that. But um, but hopefully, you know guys hopefully I, I at least i gave kind of a snippet you know or, or maybe kind of into the chaos or madness that was kind of elder wong right um on my mission but you have a different perspective than the rest of us uh, for sure which i really appreciate we we're looking for diversity in our podcast too uh from different backgrounds of people and everybody had a different experience in scotland uh no matter what language they were speaking <laughs> or what we were hearing over there. So we really appreciate it. Yeah, and more, you know, than, more than anything, you were a trailblazer, you know? It's not like that was even a concept of a thought prior to you getting there. And clearly when President Frederick f- found out that you were fluent in Chinese, he was like, okay, how can I best utilize this young man's talents to not necessarily like uh, enhance your missionary experience, but you know, we all have different talents for a reason. Right. And that was, that was just a unique Avenue that you were the willing body to, to try and to put into effect. And I mean, if your last companion, Elder Burnett was able to teach the next one, you know, I'm hoping that it's still happening today, but I have no idea, obviously. Um, but still, nonetheless, you you did something that none of us, and, and I, I'm going to tell you right now, I have no idea who the other missionary was after you, but none of us experienced what you did. But we really, really, are, I'm I'm so impressed with you and your willingness to stick that out because I'm sure there were really tough, tough times. But more than anything, you you were able to give something to those people that you were able to touch their lives that none of us could have, which that was why you were there. I'm sure of it. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I completely agree, Zach. I think this is a cop-out answer. You probably hear this from everyone, but I think that was just the most, one of the most challenging times and most rewarding times. Right. And um, I can tell you just um, the skill set you learn from your mission, you take on with you in life. Right. And not everything, right. There's, not many things can prepare you for marriage, right? But, you know, that's a whole different podcast probably, right? But, um, you know, and hopefully, you know, I'm, you know, uh, but but anyways, um, yeah, I, I think just, you know, just building upon that, like part of my career, right, has been kind of um, just utilizing the Chinese language. And had I not, I think, understood or, or maybe not the technicalities, right? But, you know, I was able to hone that a little bit after the mission, but understanding just getting kind of a peek further into culture you know and understanding and it was a blessing to me 
like just understanding kind of going back to my roots a little bit and understanding that it really kind of lay a foundation for for kind of you know after the mission and things so i think i think uh, you know i i feel like there's a reason i was there you know for the for people there but at the same time if if nothing else i think if i think you know looking back on this now like even if there were no baptisms right i think just the value of um the experiences you get there are just immeasurable, you know. So, mm-hmm. cop out answer, I know, but it's just, you know, it's true. It's had true, to say yeah. it. Had to say it. <laughs> it is true, one hundred percent. Do you want to? We have no idea who this goes out to, who listens to it. Do you want to say, give your two cents in Chinese to whoever may be tuning in? Some people are going to see, you know, Justin Wong. Or I've heard on the other podcasts, and they'll be, they'll be tuning in probably just to yours. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, I think most everyone can, can speak, can speak English. <laughs> like that, that will, that will watch this. But, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I. That brings me. That reminds me of another story. But, anyways, you know. But, um, I, you, I, I'm happy to share something if you yes, like. But, yes. Okay. Go um, ahead. And story, uh, story, and all. Okay, so um, I, I, I think. Um, yeah, I bet share my testimony journeys, but but I let me share the story too, right? But um, I think there was a, a time where um, you know, similar to Jack, Jack, what you were saying. I think on the mission, I was just at the point where I like, where you know, I was like, okay, um, we have mainly Chinese speaking recent converts here, and um, you know, I would you know, you know, hopefully you know they can they they understand English, but hopefully you know. I just felt impressed to just share kind of my testimony in Chinese, you know, and I think that the word was like, okay, Justin, we understand you're the Chinese speaking missionary. You don't need to like, you don't need to like show it to the world or whatever. And I was kind of aware of that. I was like, okay, am I I'm just making myself look like, you know, I'm special or something. I don't think that was really the case, but it was just more kind of, um, you know, I, I shared kind of something like this, like I'll say in Chinese, right? Uh, Oh, man, I haven't poured my test in a long time, Johnny. So, um, 我知道神是活着的，我知道耶稣基督的福音是真实的，我知道圣米耶稣是呃有父亲，我们啊的福音啊奉耶稣基督的名，阿门。so that that was whoever is listening to this in Chinese, I was terrible. I'm sorry, right? But I, I think that that was kind of the degree I went went to to just say, hey, um, can you um, you know. I, I would like to kind of take this a little further and just be able to kind of show them, you know, hey, this is what it's like to, you know, have, have church, you know, if you were in Taiwan or if you were in kind of somewhere else, you know, but for kind of the language, you know, difference, it's the same, right? And I think that's that was what I was kind of really trying to show. And so I think, Jack, that, that maybe that wasn't really a story, but that just kind of came to mind, right, is... um you know, the importance of kind of hearing the gospel in your own language. But So that hopefully is, I kill two birds with one stone there. That's great. <laughs> I love it. That's great. There, That is a unique part of our church, right? No matter where you go in the world. Like I went for business for a couple of weeks down to Mexico and found the local chapel and went. And I was the only English speaker there and had no idea what those, like it took me the whole elders quorum lesson to figure out they were talking about family history. Mm-hmm. Just that. <laughs> and But it was the same format. I knew like, I'm going to go, I'm going to get the sacrament. I'm, we're going to have lesson. Uh, and, and that's something that's really special about the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So yeah. it's great. 
Well, is there any other of your, uh, I mean, you've mentioned some great people and your, your companions and some of the leadership that you spent time with. Is there any other missionaries from your time in Edinburgh that uh, you want to call out and invite to come and share their experience on the podcast with us? Yeah, I think any missionary that I mentioned, I probably didn't get the story right or the facts straight. So <laughs> I'm sure one reason or another, you'll get some, you know, you know, maybe angry calls or no calls at all. I don't know. But um, I, I think... Um, I think someone already kind of you mentioned Elder Halford, right? I think Elder Halford would be great. Elder Smith, obviously Elder Oliver. Um, trying to, I'm trying is, to think of others. Is Elder Smith, is it um, Clint or is it um, Garrett? Oh, good know? question. It's it's actually Jesse James. So I don't know if you know, he was in my group. So he was, oh, you know, okay. August 26, 2006, 2008. So you said you said his name was Justin. Jesse Jesse James. Oh, Jesse James. James. Yes. Jesse, Jesse James, yeah. Okay. I had to clarify because there was a couple other Elder Smiths that I knew, mm-hmm. so that's cool. I can tell you right now, Elder Halford will be on in a few weeks. Um, he's on our future schedule, so you will hear from him. And that's great. I'm just glad I'm going before him rather than after. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure he'll have amazing kind of and awesome stories to tell. So yeah. You know, and um, there's a few others that have been hesitant. I talked to Elder Gregerson, and he said, I don't know if that's my thing. Uh, Elder Oliver, I've been in touch with, too, and he's giving it some thought. So hopefully this is enough encouragement that uh, we'd love to have him and have him share his experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, that's the thing is all of us have a different experience, and it is the truth according to you. This is this is the Justin Wong podcast. So. We, we really appreciate you taking time just to share your perspective of how Scotland changed your life when you weren't necessarily knocking doors to hear people yell at you in Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. It was in Chinese <laughs> or it was with, you know, 70 year old ladies. Right. So it's just there you same go. difference, same difference. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good. Well, it's, a, it's been a pleasure guys. And um, hopefully yeah. Zach and Jack, if I'm ever in Colorado, you know, maybe we can officially get together. I think Zach, we we've met on the mission briefly. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't, didn't remember that moment. I apologize, but um, no, and and you know, uniquely enough, I've shared on my own podcast, but you know, I didn't spend any time in the Edinburgh stake on my mission. So, like the very rare instance that I had to visit Edinburgh was to go to the mission home and leave. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of that experience that some others did. And so you, you got all of my Edinburgh experience. You had it for me. Oh, great. Great. I'm, I'm so honored <laughs> for the, for the day or, or however many hours you're there. Right. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Thank you, Justin. Yeah. Um, thank you guys. You, you guys have a great day. I'm sure hopefully we can get together another time. You yeah, and, uh, absolutely. We will. We we yeah. certainly love you and are grateful for you and you know the the brotherhood and the kinship we have from being fellow Scotland Edinburgh missionaries. So, thanks again, Justin. Yep, the feelings mutual. Thank you again. Thank you so much for doing this. It was it was so great just to take a trip down memory lane and and keep doing the great work, guys. Hope you listening. Thanks, All Justin. Right. All right, love Take you. Care. you Bye. Bye.